for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Black Epic. See, I, I know. I can even hear I myself. Brought, I brought a little bit I of a. Remember. I brought a little bit of a percussive element. A little pizzazz. Yeah, a little little. We've been switching it up. You know, yeah, we gotta switch it up. He did it low. We gotta switch it up every every week. Guys, switch it up. James, James, James is coming later. What's up, crazy? What's up, guys? Welcome to Blab Chat. This is an all music production podcast. I go by the name of Ill Mind. I'm here with. My amazing co-hosts. I'll let them introduce themselves. Yo, what up, Atlas? The plug. Atlas yeah. The plug. What up? G Leezy. Hey. Dog, good music in the building. What's up? Glitch, glitch, glitch. All right. What's up? Glitch. It's perfection. In my center, it's perfection, and her snares are. Uh, yeah, the snares no are tight as snares. fuck. No wax snares. Yeah, guys. Fuck, please. And this is us, man. Welcome to Blab Chat Don't episode. Play. I think this is 62? 63. Oh, 63. Fuck. Right? Is it Josh? Josh. <laughs> <laughs> this might be fuck, 62. Every, it might I be 62. Know, I, I don't like know, we guys. I think one for like two I don't times. Fucking know. No, no this is three. Because when we came back, it was episode 60. 60 was static. 61 was uh, ski. Right. So 62. Is our current episode 62. so? See, I, I knew what I said. Episode I said 62. It. Welcome to Blab it. Chat. Like I said, um, this is an all music production podcast. And uh, first of all, we want to say thank you and huge yeah. shout out to all of our supporters, all of you guys that listen to our podcast. Without you, we wouldn't be uh, uh, here today. Right. We wouldn't be shit. So Facts. we fucks with y'all, man. Um, if you are listening on iTunes, make sure you subscribe to us if you haven't already. And don't be afraid to leave a comment. You know what I mean? Like fill up our comment section with uh, some feedback, some questions, thoughts, concerns, or just anything, uh, you know, you want us to talk about and touch on comment on the uh, comment section and uh, you know if you're on SoundCloud definitely hit that repost button that like button all those little analytics go a long way for us and uh, again don't be afraid to mention uh, us on the comment section definitely hit us up don't be afraid to reach out and um, follow us follow us on social media at Blapchat and uh, that's us we're here man so yeah, episode 62 tag yes. some producers some guests you yes. want to be on the show spread mm-hmm. the word guys spread uh, the love that's another thing Help sharing us. is caring sharing is caring that's shout right. to the Care Bears <laughs> like yo for real yeah, like tell your people give me some gummy bears. put your put your put your parents on to us right like play this podcast really loud if you're at the house 
play really loud so your mom or dad get mad at you and then they knock on the door who's that who's in the room is oh that, those app? are just my friends right is there an app called like money something money something what does it do what does it do I don't know, but apparently, like your you were mentioned among the uh, uh, yeah, it was like about talking about your kits and hmm. how you were like Planet Money. Probably yeah, it's a Planet Money podcast. Yeah. Yes, yeah. They mentioned you. yeah. Shout- so I was like, oh, you do. I'm like, yeah, I'm on Black Chat. Was, yes. Was, oh, Again. they just mentioned him on it. Like, yeah. Yee. So it was. This wasn't super recent. So um, I was featured on. Uh, the Planet Money podcast on NPR. Mm-hmm. So shout to uh, Jason over there and the whole team for reaching out. And, uh, you know, I did a little piece. They came to the crib and we did a full kind of interview on the Blab Kit business and the, you know, the producer business mm-hmm. overall. And, and it was great because, you know, the Planet Money uh, podcast, uh, you know, they get a certain type of audience, a certain reach. And a lot of this stuff they talk about is like, small kind of like businesses that you never knew really existed that are like lucrative and so they wanted to touch touch on like the whole producer kind of business model right now and um yeah it was a good time so shout out to them if you guys haven't heard that podcast definitely check out npr planet money uh and i believe the name of the episode is i think they called it how to make it in the music business Mm. um uh, but it really, it's just a conversation about music production and like the business of uh, selling sounds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, shout out to them. Did uh, <clears throat> did we shout out Pigeons and Planes last week? Oh yeah, yeah we, did. we did. We did actually, episode. but we can we, we can definitely do it again, man. Again, yeah. shout out to uh, Pigeons and Planes for naming Blap Chat, our podcast, the top twenty five hip hop podcasts to listen to right now mm-hmm. uh and shout to everyone else who's on the list it's the real um yeah. there's like joe a Kanye one on there the joe button podcast so um appreciate P- uh, pigeons and planes for uh you know putting us there on the list and shit we fucking earned it though god yeah. damn, damn right yeah. come on and you know it's crazy put like some respect on our fucking put some name. respect <laughs> on the black chat name everything everything so Ooh. shout to pigs and planes also to um we might as well knock out a couple of announcements. Uh, today, uh, there's a little DJ booth tweet. Uh, uh, and the tweet was basically um, announcing that uh, me, Illmind, I'm actually starting uh, my own column, blog column on DJ booth. A hey, weekly you column. You got to drop the. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What am I doing Come here? On, Let me do that again. Rewind. Okay. Uh, so I'm dropping a column on DJ booth. And God damn it Anyway yeah Shout to DJ Booth Basically um, By the time you guys hear this uh, We will be Releasing the first entry So basically um, um, I'm going to start writing A weekly Column On DJBooth.net And it's going to be Obviously based around um, you know my experience and music production and all the all that good stuff. So definitely check that out. Um, I don't want to reveal the name of the column yet. It's got an ill name, but uh, it's really just sort of like a train of of thought for me, and and it'll allow for me to kind of elaborate a little bit deeper uh, on a lot of the stuff we talk about here on the podcast and then on my YouTube and stuff like that. So definitely check out my uh, DJ Booth column. Shout to DJ Booth. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So that's going on, uh, and uh, Atlas 
True Masters. Yeah, it's so coming. It's coming. It's March fucking coming. Fucking first. Tell them about I'm it. So what is it? Tell, tell uh. for those that missed out on what the True Masters is. Why don't you tell them what it is, when it's going on, and yes. how they could be involved? So what is going to be March first here in New York City? So if you're a producer, you're a rapper, an MC, a singer. Uh, or you're a dancer. It could be a b-boy, b-girl, ballet, whatever you want. Uh, it's going to be eight producers, eight artists, and eight dancers. Mm. It's going to be a tournament-style uh, battle where the crowd picks the winner. I'm going to have a noise meter and hey. all that. So it's called True Masters Show. So you can go on Instagram, True Masters Show, or you can follow me, Atlas the Plug, and in the bio has the link. So definitely check it out. Awesome. There's going to be a lot of movers and shakers in the building. When's the first show? March 1st. March 1st. So, so you got it a little over a month. Yeah. So now it's the time, best time to submit because we're picking our finalists to get in the, in the show. So All right. So if you are a rapper, if you are a producer, if you are a dancer, mm-hmm. you should 110% if not register for this you should be in the building but Absolutely. i highly recommend registering to be in this competition it's gonna be a great time my man atlas is hosting mm-hmm. um this is a great opportunity to just showcase your skills right yep. here in the heart of new york city so true masters what's the website again the true masters show so you can on instagram and twitter true masters show dot com uh, no, the, the link okay, is the on link. Okay. the on the social media, or you can follow me Atlas the plug, and all the information's in my bio. All right, True Masters, there it is. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be fucking lit. It's gonna be oh my god. I, I love the, like these new competitions. Like, mm-hmm. have you guys fucked with the four yet? I oh, haven't yeah, I've seen, seen it. it. I've I seen haven't it. seen it. Okay, I, what's your opinion on it? I, I like cool. the fact that it's like a battle, right? Yeah, I like that the chairs keep changing. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like the same storyline like American Idol, which we all. So I'm what sorry. is the concept? So yeah. I um, I only saw a little bit of it, but what it is is they go to different cities and then they pick like the best from that city and then they get to sit in the chairs that they have and then each city you can be replaced if someone in that city is better than you. Oh. They put them in your chair, right. so they have the four. Which, okay. which is which is uh, Khaled, um, uh, Diddy. Uh, what's the girl singer's name? I um, forget. What's her name? Anyway. Oh. Yeah. But it's a good show. Check it out. Yeah. It's uh, very entertaining. So. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Uh, a quick, quick announcement too. Since today's Friday. Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah, I'm putting out. I have a video out. I will have a video hey. out right now. Is that for the, the new joint? Yeah. It's called Say Yeah. It's a remix, rework type thing. Check it out. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So it's called Say Yeah coming out with a new joint. Yes. Video. Say yeah, it's video, video as well. Video and audio. Yeah. Oh man, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm an, I'm Glam's number one fan. Was so. that the one you let us listen to? That's that's another one. That's coming hey, too though. Hey. All of it's coming, it's yeah. We're we'll starting with that one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, just working. Yeah. So yeah. Be on the lookout for that. Amazing. Perfection, how's um how are the beats coming? I'm working, working on, on some new beats. I'm working on a project, but I don't want to talk too much about hey, it. It's yet. not ready. Okay. Not ready to unleash yet. Yeah, that's all she oh, needs to say. Man, yeah, she's gonna be like, listen, oh, guys, this is proof right we here. We working. Steve we working. We're all working. Shout to Steve Lobel. 
Um, we gotta, man, we gotta get Scott on on the show, man. We gotta, Storch, yeah, yeah, yeah we gotta get Scott. When he's in town, he's gonna be. When he's here. in town. He already said he's lit. like he just hasn't been, but when yeah. he's ready to go, he's out exactly. here. We're gonna we get him on there. Yeah. Or he said if we're ever in, uh, is he in, in Miami? LA? I think he's in LA. He's, he's in, LA. in LA. Yeah. So yeah. we're all out there. We can do yeah. that. For sure. Shout out. But we are working. I think it's a great. It is definitely one hundred percent an amazing time to be a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you are a consistent listener of podcasts, you know that. You know, we've just always been kind of digging into the conversation of, you know, what it's like to be an independent producer and what Mm -hmm. you can do, what you can't do, you know, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Um, And really, at the end of the day, it just comes to just there not being any rules, Mm -hmm. right? Like none of this stuff is predictable, but especially now. Yeah, especially now now. you can put out recorded today and put it out in 30 seconds all over, like selling it, monetizing off it. It's crazy. Exactly. Like, you know, I. Again, I'm I'm a firm believer in this. I think the name of the game is just putting stuff out, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got to put you got to put the music out. Put yep. it out, you know? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to shout out and mention, you know, he's, this guy is almost like the fucking cousin of like what we're doing, but the homie Gary V. Oh yeah. When you of fucking course. watch his videos, he's he this guy is like confirming a lot of the stuff that we talk about mm-hmm. in terms of putting out content and when he talks to musicians and you know rappers and even producers you know his strategy or his his advice is always you know put the music out Mm -hmm. put it out don't overthink about you know strategy or like dropping at the right time just like put out as much music as possible i'm a firm believer in that Mm -hmm. What, what do you guys think about that because listen this is the dilemma here Back in the day, right? I would even say four, five, six years ago, even like mm-hmm. it wasn't the, the the sort of like format was to just like work on this like body of music and then like really think about like a strategy and a rollout and then like you can't flood the market too much. But I feel like now that more and more people are consuming music and they're just so ready for the next thing, mm-hmm. if you are approaching it in that old school way you're just getting left behind. Mm-hmm. But there's also a fine line between oversaturating mm-hmm. yourself and then being spread too thin. Yeah. So what do you guys think yeah, about that? And then it's that? a question of like quality over, over quantity. quantity. Exactly. exactly. But does that concept even matter anymore? So that's what we're talking about. What do you think? I mean, I think they all do to a certain extent. Yeah. Like I think it's, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with like planning, you know, to like strategizing how to like roll out an album or a tape you know what i mean like taking the time to do that but what i would say is even with that concept i think nowadays being that you know the market is being oversaturated with just so much music people are trying to like come up with those strategies quicker Mm. you know what i mean to keep putting the music out there but i think it all matters to a certain extent i feel like you know i feel like it's quality and quantity in a sense yeah you know i mean I don't know it's weird because that because then again like when i think of like the 30-day beat challenge that you've done you mm-hmm. know it's like you know your beat from day one can sound way different yep. than your beat from you know day 30. right so it's like the qualities of the 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 quality is obviously going to improve yeah. you know with the quantity mm-hmm. yeah i think i think also too like a factor that plays to it is just like how popular you are right, right. so like yeah. if you're unknown the strategy changes than if you're mega right. popular. But then on the Depends. flip side, you're yeah. seeing someone like Gucci 
who's, yeah. who's like Migos the king and, and like this guy's dropping a, a new project every month, every month. <laughs> but people are listening you know yeah. what i mean so i don't know what do you I think, think i think if you're um depending on the level of mm. your artistry or brand or whatever you're a producer or you're an artist if you're super well known then you can do pretty much anything you can do you know one album every six months and people are going to eat it up mm. you can do you know a track every two weeks a single people eat it up i think though if you're an up-and-coming um artist or producer the best way to get out there in my opinion is is singles yep mm -hmm. because what's going to happen is and i see it happen all the time they put 16 songs on a friggin album They've wasted, they put all this money into mixing, into mastering, into promo, into PR for maybe two months because that's all they can mm -hmm. afford. Because we all know PR is expensive. You're looking yep. at at least 1500 or more a month. Easy. Easy. And that's the, the low end More PR. like 25 That's three. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's yep. like the low end because the homie rate, you know. Um, but if you're an up and coming producer uh, or, or you're an up and coming artist, you want to be in people's faces you know, spread out and along like more in right. a shorter amount of time. So the problem with a 16 song EP, besides dropping all the money and, you know, you're shooting three, four videos is <clears throat> it'll live on social media. It'll live on the blogs for like three days. Mm -hmm. You'll be on the front page. And then within the week, you're like all the way down in the middle of nowhere yep. where no one finds you. And then people <clears throat> will listen to your track, to your album, maybe once or twice. Right. And then they're on to whatever the next right. thing is. I right. think it's a better option to. Uh, I think it's a better option to take those sixteen songs, spread them out, and spread them out yeah. one every two weeks or three. And that shit is gonna last. It's like a six month run right there. Right. You know what I mean? So of being in people's faces all the time. So to me, I think that's a better option for an up and coming producer and or artist. Yeah. But if you're already you know big already, then you, you can fuck it, around. It's really. Up, you know what's interesting you. about this conversation though is. Like the idea is trading on attention, right? So like we're doing artists and producers are doing certain things to gather attention, right? And yeah. get attention to them. Yeah. And for a long time for an artist, let's say, the attention grabber was a song, right? right. Usually it is. You put a song out and then people start talking about you. Mm -hmm. Nowadays with social media and everyone just like paying attention to culture, mm -hmm. It's really now bigger than just the songs, mm -hmm. right? So people, popular. yeah, you're trading attention on different things. Like yeah. when you look at Cardi uh, is a good example. Yeah, Cardi B, mm -hmm. right? Um, there's certain ways that she's moving and certain things that she's doing that are allowing for people to just talk about her all the time. And look at my man Joe Budden, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's not he's not putting any music out, but he's literally the hottest. Like well, he's, yeah. one of the, he's, he's still a, a rapper. Topic. He's, he's one of the hottest rappers though. right now, yeah. and he hasn't put out a single piece right, of music. Yeah. Think about that for yeah. a second. It's the you power, know what I mean? I think the power of it also is like um, how loyal is your fan base, mm -hmm. and right. like how much is your fan base. Like, obviously, there's people who are good, and then they do like put out consistent music, like Drake or Migos or Gucci mm -hmm. Mane, and then you have like someone who ha is has like. Then you have people like J. Cole and like Erica Badu. Right. Where like Erica Badu doesn't have to put out too much music either. She can go DJ a club or yep. she can go collab with somebody or whatever, but it's still like her. She's still relevant. She's still her. In right. some way, still like still meaning to be her. So I think it's like a decent balance between the quality and the quantity, mm -hmm. but it also depends on like how like 
what's your reach and then like how loyal are those fans yeah. to you and like are, how invested are they into everything yeah. that you're doing yeah how much are they paying attention to you yeah. i think that's the key right and it doesn't always have to come in the form of a song no you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like trait like really just like uh, you know focusing on like doing things that will get your name spoken about oh you, you know, know what's a good example of that too who didn't even i don't even know she did music before mm. she even got a deal and Glam's gonna kill me for saying her name, oh, but catch to catch me outside, me outside girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't give a fuck yeah. about her. Bad bar. bar I know. Bar. I know. Like, <laughs> see, just the way you said it, though, just like, <laughs> like I don't give a fuck no, about no. that. You yeah, know, but, but she's like, joke. she's no, an interesting. Kill, she's like, an interesting um, story because yeah, thriving. people just paid attention and then she just bought her mom boom. a house. I mean, look, g- like good for her. You know what I mean? Get your run. Hell yeah. Get your run. I don't. I don't hate. Yeah. You know. What I'm but you know, you know what's interesting about all this, and I want to actually speak from the perspective of the music producer because mm-hmm. that, that's kind of what we do. But like, I think you know when when you think about placements, and then you think about you know guys like um, you know Metro and Mike and all these all these guys, they're putting themselves in the spotlight in the position to get people to talk about them yes right and even my man murder beats like he's starting to kind of be right behind them right next to Mm -hmm. right next to them and coming up on that so like it's not always about just like the placements though they're doing other things that are getting them part of the conversation right and so uh, to me like what I discovered, especially being a producer, is like, what can you do that's unique to you that will get people to talk about you, right? And it, and so you kind of have to get creative a little bit, you know? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're just telling your story and you're getting someone to buy into the fact that they either like you or don't like you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, let's think about Metro for a minute, right? There's no reason for anyone to hate on metro right like i can't think of one thing right to that's like that metro has done to make me say yo he's corny or mm-hmm. he's like an asshole like think about that you yeah. know what i mean but certain people you can we yeah. won't name names but but there's you know always saying? a hater there's there's, yeah. believe, there's people out there that hate metro Ab- absolutely i'm not saying yeah. absolutely. I, I love but metro. i'm talking about sure. the way he moves right he doesn't move funny like he's not moving right. around where there's like this huge amount of large amount of people that are like yo i don't fuck with metro right. i feel like I mean? too because you don't have to love his music no no yeah i love metro yeah. um but i feel you i think too when you're when you're someone like Metro who's like come up with these artists too from the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Like broke a lot of yeah. artists and you know, they kind of blew up together, him alongside with the artist. So I feel like he's got so much confidence, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he's so good with himself yep. because he knows where he's from and what he's accomplished and where he is now. And he, to me still feels, I still feel like he's still very humble. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Though I feel like mm-hmm. he can just walk into any situation, any session, mm-hmm. and and just know like I'm supposed to be here. You know what I mean? Like without being a douchebag about it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I feel like um, if you if you can, I feel like we always say this though, but I think it's so true. If producers need to find these young artists, man, and just groom with and build with them early. Yep. And like <clears throat> magic will happen, man. If the music is good and you have enough dope artists and a dope team around you. It, yeah. You know, like I had someone hit me the other day, like, "Yo, man, I love what you guys are doing with Blap Chat. Like, how, how how do I get how do I get people to you know hear my stuff, or how do I get discovered?" I said, "Look, 
keep putting out quality music and if your shit is dope they will find you yeah yeah Mm-hmm. They will come finding. It just happens like it that. Just happens. You know what I mean? But you got to continue to put out yep. dope quality music. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Yeah, you got to be consistent with putting the stuff out. Mm-hmm. And you're right at. They will yeah. come. That's they why I fucking you. I love this 30 day beat challenge mm-hmm. thing because it's 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 an experiment right now, but it's like it's working. Mm-hmm. It's working for people. You know, mm-hmm. I get hit up all the time. And shout out to all you guys that are listening excuse me, that uh, tried the 30-day beat challenge. And some of you guys are doing 60 days. Some of you guys are doing 90. I got a couple people hitting me up like, yo, I'm doing this 365. <laughs> I'm like, yo, do you. Yeah, hit me up a year later. Two year hit, yeah, hit me up mm-hmm. a year later and, and like show me the numbers and let me know like how much you've progressed and how many followers mm-hmm. you've you know gained and how many you know fans you've built up from then when you first started and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So it's really working. But I think it's interesting because... There's two different ways to approach it, right? Mm. You can do the 30-day beat challenge thing concept where you're just consistently putting out beats and music, right? But then while you're doing that, you should absolutely be developing artists. Like, there's no reason for you not to do both. Here's a good example. Jay Lee, who's who's here now, actually. Shout out to Jay Lee. Shout out to Jay Lee. J-A-E-L-E-E music. Check him out on IG. He just moved it. A kid just turned 18. He just moved here from... North Carolina, he just moved to Brooklyn. And Ill, how many events has this kid gone to well, since like four he's been or five? Here? How many? He's been? only been here like a week four and he's or five. gone to four or five events. And he's met like twenty people that are Yeah, in and his Rolodex like is getting crazy just from going out there and yeah. being out there. And that's the mentality I feel like these young producers and artists need to have is you have to get out there. You have to shake hands, kiss babies, get connects and, and build with people organically. Yeah. You know, but like at the same time, while you know, do the thirty day challenge, you know, whatever or if the three sixty five, whatever they yeah. wanna do, whatever makes sense for them. I think you have to do all these little things, right. you know, to 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 be somewhere at a certain you know exactly. to build your brand essentially. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, just the proof is in the pudding, guys. But listen, if you're not working with artists early and you're not developing, you're you're behind. And that's why, and I'm excited for our guest today. I know we yep. haven't announced it mm-hmm. yet, but these guys have groomed they're artists. Proof. I mean, they're perfect example of what we're talking about today. And um, you know, we'll, you'll, you know, you're here who yeah. it is soon. But yeah, I'm exactly. very excited to speak coming up right today. now. Yeah. Yep. So, so listen, artist development, right? Mm-hmm. Big thing. Um, we have some really, really amazing guests today. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to these guys. So yep. you, you're definitely familiar with them. Uh, they've done a lot of work in the tri-state and just work with a lot of different people. Um, we've actually had them on our show mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. so this is sort of like a part two. Um, but we have a couple guests here today that we're super excited to talk to. Uh, we got our guys, Buddha and Grands, that are in the building once again, uh, who have done tremendous work on Dave East's new album, Paranoia 2. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a third guest, uh, my guy, Jojo Beats. Jojo Beats. Who also did, like, fucking pretty much the whole album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's all right. over the album. He got, like, <laughs> two or three on there, which are also fire. Yeah, um, So this is going to be, you know, and I snuck one in there, too. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be a bit of a, like, sort of Paranoia 2, Dave East kind of conversation. But we also want to kind of dig into the concept of like really 
buying into an artist early mm -hmm. and really investing and sacrificing your time into an artist and seeing how that can pay off. And, and I think an amazing uh, kind of example of that is, you know, my man Buddha and Grands who have, you know, stuck with Dave for a long time. Mm -hmm. And now we're at the point of paranoia too. And, you know, they've, they've been able to accomplish so much together. And Dave is obviously like a megastar now. So, mm -hmm. you know, again, this is a proof that, you know, when you invest in an artist early and you really just stick it out and sacrifice and grind. And sometimes you gotta get, you know, stay up on those late nights and mm -hmm. like sacrifice, you know, time with your family and your friends and sometimes even sacrifice money and really just invest in an artist, it can pay off. And, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really happy to see it start paying off. So we're going to get our guys on here. We're going to talk to them. Buddha Grands and my man Jojo Beats. Let's give them a round of applause before yeah. we get that going. Yeah. All right, we got the incredible production, America's favorite duo. I love that. Right. Yes. Buddha and Grants. Yes. We have the amazing... Jojo Beats here. Let's give another round of applause to these gentlemen. We're about to do business. This is not New York. This is it's not feeling podcast. It's feeling really business. It's feeling New really New York right Word. now. New York right. in the building. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Coronas going around. Yes. yes. Um, well, guys, Peace. welcome. This is part two. You guys have been on the podcast already. What was that uh, episode like? It was eleven or ten or something. You said eleven. Early on. I was like, was it like 10, 11? Three. Actually, it was three. Yeah. Can you talk to Mike? Actually, Joe. Yeah. Episode three. Let's let's move that uh, up a little bit yeah. so that you can talk into the. Uh, yeah. I got the Pull it a little closer. Mic. A little closer. Yeah, there you go. There you go. a little check one two. Mic check one two. One, okay, two. cool. Um, yeah, so we had you guys uh, episode three. A lot very has happened. Beginning. Very mm -hmm. beginning. So you know these motherfuckers know what time it is. They know. What <laughs> I want to jump right in. I want to jump right into ever since since that interview. You guys have been able to really like grow a lot more, accomplish a lot of the things that you guys set out to accomplish. I actually want to start this conversation off uh, by talking about the uh, steel sessions okay. stuff because yeah. um, I think what you guys are doing is super amazing. So for those who don't know, Buddha and Grants uh, have this um, kind of like showcase uh, that they do here in the city, right? It's mm -hmm. called Steel Sessions, and you guys are basically getting uh, producers or just art is it artists too? It's a producer engineer workshop. Okay. So it's a it's a one on one workshop. So tell the people a little bit about the workshop. Um, it's pretty dope. Uh, it's called Steel Sessions, ran by my partner Grand's Music, myself and Mike Cuz, and we also collaborated with V1 Productions. Um, and it's a workshop, one on one, very intimate workshop on the producer aspect and engineering aspect. And we talk from placements to publishing to producer etiquette, how to get your mix right, um, getting your drums in order. Just like a networking event too We invite mm. like special guests And have um, artists and producers Come through and play like Feature music so Tight It's a dope event to and network And it's at Angel Romario And yes, it's at Angel Romario Shout out to the Angel Romario family You know what I'm saying Wait, 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 wait Hold on, hold that doll Hold that doll And Okay. And I've yeah. been to them and they definitely get crazy. Yeah. So Steel Lit. Sessions, you have yeah. uh, uh, producers, engineers come through and they hit play and they vibe with you guys. And you guys have some special guests too mm -hmm. that come through. I see the homie Dave East yes. definitely yeah. pulled up. How was that like? It was dope, man. A couple of the legends pulled up. Evil D, Dave, Sean CNLV, Buckwild. 
Hopefully. Hey, come on, man. I mean, uh, next to those names, it's kind of tough. You know what I mean? And it, it's, 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 it's dope, man. It's becoming like a, com- a community that's been growing. Um, we've been taking it on the road. Um, we actually visited two schools, one in New Haven, Connecticut, and another one in Boston. And we're just taking it right now from city to city, along with building it in New York at Andrew Room only. Hey, Andrew Room. That's what's so up. It's, it's been a dope experience from uh, the newbies to the legends, and it's just, it's dope. It's like a camaraderie where everybody's vibing and, and just learning from each other. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the younger producers are getting placements as well as mm. they're coming along to Steel Sessions. So it's dope to see from the beginning aspect and then also from the veterans. Amazing. That's super Amazing. cool, too, because they're yeah, bringing like the... Shout out to Pastor Ox, too, man, because y'all can yeah, out there. Yeah, so. man. I, I mean, that, listen, the reason why I love what you guys do is because that's like exactly what more of us should be doing is like mm-hmm. you get to this point where you have this like voice and this influence, right? Yeah, exactly. And then, so it, it's just a great way to get the community together and like pay, kind of pay it forward and inspire mm-hmm. our peers, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we believe a lot in like steel sharp and steel. Yep. You know, you being a producer as well is that we <clears throat> we have the, we, we lay the foundation for this industry and one thing I would love to happen, you know, as we was coming up, we had to learn shit as we go. Yep. So it was like kind of like on autopilot. Now we could kind of like teach our peers before us to learn from the mistakes we made and how to sharpen in your business and how to get certain placements and keep relationships and building on that. And not just um, leaving all your responsibilities to just the artists. Yep. Like we're creators of sound and, and sound is a soundtrack to people's lives. So why not apply that to every aspect in life and not just be arrested to the artistry aspect mm-hmm. of it. Exactly. So, and that's exactly. super dope, too, because when we were coming up, we didn't have anything like that. Right. No, nope. right? we had to, like, learn as we go. Yeah, or you had to, like, carry crates to try to get into the club because exactly. you weren't 21. Right. You know, and also, too, what I love about what you guys are doing with the Steel Sessions, too, is you have the young cats in there, you know. Jojo. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. and then, you know, having, like, the OG cats, like the Buckwild. Yeah. And you know, and, and Sean, you know, and Sean, and LV and them, and like, yeah. where you guys are taking this? Uh, you guys are traveling around now, doing this, right? I think, I think that's so awesome, and I think all our listeners should definitely go. Where can they? Where Where do they go find this at? Uh, SteelSessions.com. Perfect. SteelSessions.com. All right, so SteelSessions.com. And I think it's. I was just gonna say, I think it's cool, like kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, like artist development. That's yep. kind of like you know along the same lines, and mm-hmm. you know within doing that, it's like you never know who's the the next young cat that you find, mm-hmm. you know, that you can end up like developing or collaborating with. To, you never know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you know, like if you if you're responsible for grooming the next superstar producer that just goes such a long way i mean the the return that you can get on that later on is so and it's not always about like the monetary like return Mm -hmm. like hey let me sign you to my publishing like it's not really always like that and but to be able to like change someone's life is like i mean as a human being that's just like so such a good thing we really get a kick out of seeing people improving oh yeah every Mm -hmm. every month you see producers getting better and that's like the best feeling in the world yeah um we recently had a producer that um He's pretty new into the industry, but he just got a placement with uh, Styles P. Amazing. To see his growth and actually getting in a placement and now developing his own relationship with like Jada and Dave and them. It's a beautiful thing because I remember being on the phone with him like, (laughs) bro, just tough it out. You just got to keep going. I know your parents complain about certain things, but you got to trust in yourself that you Mm -hmm. can do it. And 
when he got his placement, he called me like, yo, you was right. I'm yep. like, you just got to keep going and, and you know have faith and, and just be a good person overall. Yeah. What's exactly. his name? What's his Ron name? Don Beats. Yeah. Ron, Ron Don. Don. Shout out to Ron, Ron Don, Don Beats. Ron Don out of Yonkers. And yeah. he was able to, like, you know, develop his own relationships, got cool with Styles and the Locks and, and Poobs, and now he's up there, like, all the Amazing. time working on projects. Relationships. Relationships. Yeah. Put that shit on a T-shirt. Put Relationships. It. Put it on the lights. Like, the big get a life. fucking tattoo. Relationships. That sounds like right a, here. a Drake album. Right here on your fucking <laughs> upper chest. So when you rock the fucking crew neck T-shirt yeah. type joint. I'm ready. So, yeah, JoJo. crew neck. Go away. Yeah. Oh, JoJo, funny. I want to talk to you a little bit. So um, you got a few placements here on this Paranoia 2 album. Right. Loving this. You, this shit is, shit's hard, Fire. man. I'm still at, like, I can't believe this Fire so, yeah, yeah. Well you're here man uh, We were talking outside yeah. uh, The first time we met was uh, uh, What Four years ago it Five was, years I ago I met you Two years ago At the 8020 session 8020 That was two years ago box, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Paper box There was an event going on All the way in the back Just scoping the whole scene out And yep. I actually saw Buddha and Grands there With Dave East yep. Still coming up You know And crazy how it goes full circle yeah you know? so you have uh what three songs on paranoia too mm-hmm. three and one co-produced and yeah, one co-production France, yeah. so <clears throat> you now you know you this is sort of like your first kind of right. like all right this foot is in. it yeah. foot in well, even in the last project we, we had three joints on there oh yeah well paranoia, paranoia. one yeah yeah paranoia one yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go first <laughs> hold on <laughs> <laughs> so did you attend the Steel Sessions? Like, how did you guys meet? Yeah, so basically, we met through this whole... You're Dave just talking East. to the mic a little yeah, bit more? Sorry, there you so go. Basically, we met through this whole Davies connection. Uh-huh. My manager, Jarnell, franchise on Instagram, he put me on to everybody on the team. So me and them started linking up. And one time we would link up. We went to Philly. And the beats we made over there, we actually got placed on Paranoia too. So that was mm. a blessing. And the whole Steel session stuff, it, it, it's definitely progressing because every time I would go... You'd see more more people show up, so mm-hmm. that's like an eye opener, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you see more producers getting better, more producers showing up, more engineers, and you can see how much it comes a long way. How man. much it grows. Yeah, yeah. Right. So what's um what's life like for you now? You have you're on paranoia too. Still working, man. Still in my cubicle, you know. Mm-hmm. Still trying to make beats as much as possible. So even though this is my beginning, I still got a long way to go. So absolutely. Yeah. What do you produce on? I use machine. <clears throat> okay but I'll, like, export on Logic. Okay. Mm. So let me ask you something. So obviously a lot of our listeners are upcoming producers, you know, and and a lot of them are still sort of working toward that one, like, moment, like what you're kind of going through now. What was life like for you before Paranoia 1? I mean, what was the work ethic like? How often were you making beats? Were you shopping around? What what were you doing? You know, just trying to work with as much local artists as I can. Uh Come from Staten Island. Well, I just recently moved out there, but you could tell it's definitely a whole different place from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know? So I had to really up my game up, start working, get my social media game up. So one day, you know, I was on social media. My manager actually reached out to me because I would comment on artists' pictures like, you know, I got beats, you know, please come right. through and see. And he actually saw it one day and he was like, send beats to this email. So we exchanged the email and from there. And that was your manager? Yeah, my manager. Ah, so that's how you linked with your manager. Yeah, yeah. So he reached out on Instagram like a year and a half ago. Nice. So this is still all new to me. So Yeah. (laughs) No, you're you're literally in the trenches right now. Right now, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 It's a great way to start. Yeah, great way to start. I mean, think about it. If you never put your beats out on your Instagram. Or those snippets, right? Yeah, yeah, snippets. Then your manager would have never found you. Right. And And that's crazy because he did say in the email exchange, he was like, Dave like he messes with the snippets you have so from there I was like alright let me send some beats 
So from there, he was like, yo, send me your number. So I sent him my number. He FaceTimes me out of nowhere. I didn't uh -huh. even know who it was. And then you just see Dave in the studio. They finished hey. the song already. Hey. <laughs> that's a good call. Hey. Yeah, that's a Dave good, works that's mad fast. Yeah. <laughs> that's mad fast. Yeah. From there, it was just, yeah, it's that just reminds cool. me of the uh, Super Ness uh, story mm -hmm. when he met Bryson Tiller. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, it was just, I, I believe yeah, it was Instagram, right? It was Instagram. It was a barber. Yeah. It was a barber. It was like he had, it was like he knew the barber, the barber knew the, the manager. The manager. And then he was like, oh, send your tracks here, sent them, it getting, got to Bryson. They're like, yo. Boom. Boom. On the phone with Bryson Tiller. Yo, like the Instagram, next don't yep. sleep on the gram. Don't, don't sleep on the internet. Don't sleep on the internet. Another one is the greatest fact. Another gram fact. story. Uh, Cardo got wings. Drake. Mm -hmm. Same wow. thing. Yeah. Wow. He he po posted up a snippet on his Instagram of a beat, and then literally Drake DM'd him because they were following each other already. He's like, "Yo, send send me that." Just like that. Sent You'd it over. And then he ended how up on, many on people views. be lurking? So many people. people. Everybody people. lurking. They might not like your shit. They might not. They are looking. But they see looking. it. That's You're why right. you even gotta Everybody. like know how to like finesse your social media. Mm -hmm. oh, it's a yeah. trip. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah, a trip. Don't take it personal. Yeah, exactly. not true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's, that's the most important. Exactly, mm -hmm. it's a different type of hustle, media. but yeah. it's still a hustle at the right. end of the day, and you gotta put in that work either way. So you inspire yeah. those that never like a picture. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> exactly. you really do, because they be looking right. like. Yeah, and they, they, might, and they, they might they might make a ghost account for you. Yeah, right. they might. That's and they have a twenty at least right. a twenty minute minimum conversation about the picture before they scroll away. Right. Yeah. yeah. At least. Right. That's true. So. Jojo, so are you um are you shopping around right now? Like, yeah. what's your next step right now? Like, are you are you looking around for like any kind of publishing deals? Like, what's your situation? Well, I feel like. The publishing deal eventually would probably come on its own, but mm -hmm. right now I'm still trying to just work with as much people as I can. Good. Like, you know, Good. going to steel sessions, trying to work with my guys, Buddha and Grands. You know, yep. I'm still the same kid that comes from that room. Always. More paranoia, you know. So. Always. We got a couple placements in the stash too. Yeah, oh, the scene. Being humble here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love those little random texts and calls? I like, yo, I think that. we caught one. I need your inv I need an invoice. Yes. Yes. Uh, yo, yo, I need your lawyer's info. Yep. That's that. That's that text yep. right there. You want to get? Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, how are you guys feeling about um, the reaction to Paranoia too? Is there sort of like a personal favorite you guys have, or what's it been like? I mean, we've been talking about that lately, but we can't really pick one. But mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying that Paranoia Two is like their favorite day project. Favorite so, project. Yeah. So I mean, it, it is. Uh, it's tough. I feel like every project is like a piece okay. of us. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, like a, yeah, it's like a child you let go. Yeah, child. right. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Mm. I don't know. It's I'm still growing with the project. I love it. Um, I love the reaction, especially you know being at the top of the year. Mm -hmm. A lot of my peers is on the project, which is dope. Mm -hmm. And not for nothing, sonically, I feel like it sits in a space where it was needed. Mm -hmm. So I'm very like thankful for the project and and excited about the next one yeah and, and both projects were number one right. too right yeah mm -hmm. shout out to whole Dev Jam Davies yeah. shout out to Dev Jam Carlos shout out to Dave yep franchise everybody mm -hmm. franchise amazing you too Ilman you got a bang on you know oh, thank yeah. you guys you know let me give my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's opening up with that too. Yeah. I can't wait Dope. for that. Just you know, take over the airwaves, which is yeah, I'm oh sure it's man. Be I hope so. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm just like really humbled to be part of that the thing because I really believe in Dave, man. And, yeah, man. You know, so it's like to be a part of it was cool. And I feel like also like you know the music that we all creating 
it's a void. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. with the more, like the Davies and the J. Coles, the more they keep kicking the doors down, the more we'll be able to have more of you know, yep. that substance. Exactly. More music to share to the world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So who do you guys have your eyes and ears on right now, artist-wise? Like, is there anyone right now that that you're feeling like, damn, like, I need to lock in with this person? Like, Yeah, there's... um. Out of the young kids batch, mm-hmm. I would say uh, Smokey Margiela. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I think he's super. I see him dope. popping up. Um, we just recently started working with BG Perico. Okay. Out of okay. West Coast. Oh, he's, he's dope. Yeah. He reminds me of Easy. He reminds me yeah. of Easy, easy and, and Quick. quick. Yeah. Oh, is that who we listen yeah. to? Yeah, yeah. He reminds me. Yo, I like. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's collaborated with my boy Polly Boy, me, Grands, Mike. Yeah. Um, we got to join with him and Rob Stone. Mm-hmm. And just you know, going out there and traveling to hear the different sounds yeah. of the coast. Perico's my favorite man. Mm-hmm. I just learned about him like I'm gonna say like six months ago when mm-hmm. he came down to New York. Yeah, that goes back to what you were saying earlier about just building with new artists. Yeah, and I didn't, I never heard his music, but I liked his energy and the people he was around mm-hmm. was really you know honorable people. So me and Grant started working with him. We worked with him and um, his producer Polly Boy, and to work with him first and then go out there and see the love that he get it was it was super dope mm-hmm. amazing yeah. so like you guys are, are are in this kind of unique position because you know we talk a lot about and i believe we talked about this when you guys first came on the podcast but you know the idea of like artist development and really building with an artist early on and you guys are kind of seeing the fruits of the your labor with with dave so like what what kind of comes next sort of after this like are you guys looking to like really develop like another artist or are you really just like kind of focused on Dave like what's what's the plan um we're definitely focused on Dave's album mm-hmm. that's um priority that's but next. also finding out who's who's the next who's the next thing like who's the yeah. next Lonzo Ball like yep. that's what I always want to know mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to be from New York but I think as a producer you should be a nerd at that aspect of your craft where you want to know who's the next prospect coming out, going to Duke, and then mm-hmm. being the first round pick. Mm-hmm. And um, through my through my manager Wayne, I feel like we we caught a diamond in the rough working with Dave. And um, we also developed Fred the Godson a couple years prior from mm-hmm. Dave, and we learned a lot from that situation. Mm-hmm. We stopped working after he became a freshman. And um, to my producers, um, a lot of the times we get impatient either mm-hmm. the artist or producer in the development of the process yep and sometimes when an artist sees a little success they might steer off and want to work with the a-listers right and then me and grands always talk about that and it's like you leaving the nest yeah you can't yeah right. man. yeah he never left the nest and he yeah. stood grounded with his producers right and i feel like the results showing the music yep and mm-hmm. in comparison me and fred still work together mm-hmm. but once he became a freshman it was completely different you started working with Puff and you know what I mean yeah right the sound the the sonics changed changed too much the fact that Dave is actually grounded with his producers and building and bringing in new talent yep Mm -hmm. and with and you know yourself veteran I feel like it's a it's a great opportunity and it's a piece of the formula what like the bad boys and the rough ride right a lot of those legacies that were Mm -hmm. built on creating a sound how did you guys meet Dave East Uh, we met Dave through through Wayno through Wayno. Yeah. Oh, I met Dave okay. about four or five years ago, I would say. Mm. Um, he had just finished his Gemini tape, and we caught, we actually started vibing with Dave at the end of Black Rose, mm. which is the song called The Offering, and mm-hmm. then becoming, the, becoming the intro. And um, 
we shot videos at my mom's house. Nice. We was all just, you know, believing Early. in each other and just figuring out ways to, to, to blow, you know, to, right. to blow the situation up. And I think after the offering, we just was like, yo, the music this kid Dave created and the, the energy and the sound and the, the appreciation we was getting for it, we just decided, like, yo, we're just going to stop shopping beats. Work with you. Sit in the lab and, and for the next three years, just devote our time into developing this sound. See, you know what's so interesting about it's that crazy. is because any other person that would have been in that position and no, understandably like, let so let me, let me yeah let me get that, yeah. let me let yeah. me get get a b i need 500 though and then dave might say you know what i can't afford that right now so let me part ways and Word. good luck let me find someone else yeah. that could have changed like mm -hmm. history that could have changed yeah. the whole trajectory of all of you guys and the shit was a marriage like, <laughs> you had $10, you had $10, you had, we putting that together, we getting food, we gonna get yep. some weed, yep. we gonna just lock in and nobody's leaving. Right. Crazy. We did that for about three years. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. I, I think that's what kind of helps you guys today is like to keep building with him and being of like course. those first people that he calls is like the relationship that you mm -hmm. built. Like, you know, you ate together, you starved right. together, right. you put your coins yeah. together. So it's like he understands where he came from, mm -hmm. you know, from the difficulties and he understands what his team has come from and what y'all built, right. you know, right. so it. And then, you know, we all had our own family issues. You know, my mom, right. of course, yep. mm -hmm. like at the time that happened, that's when everything was in motion. So mm -hmm. that helped me cope with a lot, you know, dealing with my mom's death. So yep. I, I think just everybody that rest was in involved, because mm -hmm. yep. we all stood together throughout right. all the adversities to get where we at. Yeah, rest in peace, Mama Buddha. Yeah. I know it's yeah. like, yeah, I lost my pops uh, 2010. Wow, it's yeah, it's tough, but you know, they're watching over us, yeah. man. They're, they're up there the like, ARs, man. yeah, they're yeah. A&R'ing yeah. us, man. <laughs> they're A&R'ing us, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's a blessing, man. And like, I think I say it time and time again, but you guys are like a great example of like what, uh, what kind of like successful pathway you can take as a producer. Because there's a lot of producers out here that are grabbing the bag early right. and you can't really like knock them for that to right. a certain extent you got to find mm -hmm. what works for you you and, know what i mean and in your journey you know sometimes you get discouraged like and because you know real life hits yeah he has a family we all have families and it's like throughout this journey you might see a producer get one hit and get a 10 million dollar publishing deal his first year making beats but mm -hmm. meanwhile you got to understand your process that it's a it's a marathon it's not a race yep. mm -hmm. the turtle always wins yep. regardless of how fast them bunnies is running around mm -hmm. the turtle always wins the race and and i feel like when you look at your career like like a canvas mm -hmm. you look at the end picture in a better way than you just worrying about the next hit speaking like, of mm -hmm. looking at the end canvas i think that's important too so jojo i want to ask you first and i want you guys yeah. to go you know if you envision Jojo beats, right? Let's go let's go five years. Okay. Right? So in what's it was it twenty eighteen? Mm -hmm. So in the year I can't believe we're in the twenty twenty three. In the year twenty twenty three in the future. Right. Twenty twenty is gonna be some shit. When right? when when fucking flying cars exist. Not nah, in, in the do. year twenty twenty three, right? Like what are you what are you envisioning like life to be like in twenty twenty three for you? Well, 
definitely living off of me producing. That's one of my biggest. Like specifically, like living off of like just, you know, what I mean, I got a little part one bedroom apartment, or living off of like I own an island. <laughs> and, you know, what I mean, it could be placements or like you know, as you said, there's other outlets out there. Like as far as even what they do, Steel Sessions, I want to help producers also. You know, I just want to yeah. tell a producer that it's possible right. from that four square wall room. You know what I'm saying? So. That's How's your room gonna look then, though? Right. It's definitely gonna be. Different. This guy's gonna have. <laughs> it's gonna be a room yeah. inside of a room. Hologram room yeah. inside a room. Hologram. It's be a jacuzzi in the closet. Twenty twenty three. He's gonna have a masseuse. <laughs> masseuse in the closet. She's gonna fall out with the massage chair. It's already gonna be a lady. <laughs> the entire Ooh, crib is just one big hot tub. Just, just <laughs> yeah. swimming everywhere. The living in the room kitchen. is a pool. All the ten thousand hours we put in, I feel like it's well deserved for us mm. producers. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Soon. Yeah. All right. So what about you, Buddha? All right, Grands, you can go first. <laughs> I mean, 2023, what's what's Grand's life like right now? Just simple, man. As long as my family's straight, mm-hmm. we got our own crib, the kids are straight, and, you know, a little bit of luxurious things here and there. <laughs> yeah. Nice but, car. Uh, all right, what kind? Yeah. What kind? Let's go specific. Uh, let's say, all right, let's say you're at the point where you have, uh, you've signed a $5 million publishing deal, paid your taxes, everything's done, and you have about $500,000 of disposable income, like... Like you could totally do whatever you want with like half a mil. What would you What would you do? Damn, I definitely get my pops a car. Hey, because my father's been supporting me like heavy. Like my first drum machine, first keyboard. Flying cars will definitely exist by then. <laughs> definitely. Twenty twenty three. I would buy him a car. That would be the first thing I do. Tight. Yeah. Nice. Tight. You're gonna buy a lot more shit than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's spending everything. Oh, <laughs> he put you on blast. Bro, fly. Bro, bro, bro. Why did I say Tesla? He's his money, though. I ain't gonna say he's smart. He spends it smart. Definitely. He taught me a lot. And just, you know, that's like, that's my big brother. So I learned a lot from Grants. Five years from now, Steel Sessions will be a global workshop. For Interscope, one of the major labels. Um, so an executive at a label. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Running the A&R department. We're gonna be doing multiple things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely. I would. I would love to have a nonprofit organization company. Dope. Um, but also like doing studies on cancer, mm. using cannabinoid and you know cannabis CBDs and all that. That's um, dope. That's dope. Would you open up a like a dispensary of some sort or kind of something else? In the, okay. In the hey. Called Mama Buddha. Hey. Oh, that's fire! That's fire! I like that. Wait, oh. just, oh, just like yeah, random yeah. side. Is that did breaking news right now? Wow. Did she? Did Damn. she ever party? It's called the Medicinal okay. Movement. It's a collaboration that's with them. Wow, that's so um, beautiful. The mother of all strings. Was heavy into you know smoking. She loved you know she had her she had her lifestyle. Yeah, but after beating cancer. She was already into like cannabis, mm. right? Um, a lot of people don't know she passed away on 4:20 at 4:20 mm. p.m. No, wow, wow, wow. So wow. Don't know that. So wow. I'm That's... actually in the development. Hopefully, it'll take a, within less than a year, but we got to see how to harvest and then. Oh, uh, God um, bless. Man. That was meant to be. Development. Yeah. Holy, God. that's meant to happen. Use that and you know and just help do research into helping people find the cures for that mm. and get cured because a lot of you know the, in the medical field they don't really. Consider cannabis, you know, the way they do because of yeah, it's all it's right. you know they don't even look at it really as alternative it's medicine. Right. That yeah. works. But um, 
Two weeks prior of her uh, dying, I was actually on a hunt for CBD oil, and mm. I had friends who, family members who suffered from like leukemia stage four and were actually cured within like three from months the oil. of consuming the oil. Wow. So I wasn't as lucky, but mm-hmm. I want to make sure that other people have that access, whether if you have the funds for it or not. <coughs> right. You know and that's like stuff that you can like get on like the black market yeah. kind of thing right. too. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I, I just feel like hip-hop has an influence mm-hmm. we could also shock the medical field and and you know lobby it and make I sure agree. That these these resources are available um that's yeah that's great i mean listen i think awesome. i i think that's we're kind of you know i think 2017 was proof that like health and like you know uh with lean and all this stuff yeah, is like gotta go. yo this is like a big yes. kind of yeah. shockwave in hip-hop like like we're kind of headed in dangerous territory but it's also yeah. showing the hip-hop's age yeah because we've never we didn't get to see the effects of wu-tang after all them years of party. yeah right. we didn't get right. to see the effects of cypress hill and all these groups when they was touring and all mm-hmm. that so now in the social media era yep. We're getting to see the effects of the hip-hop lifestyle. That's true. And it's just sad that a a lot of younger people are being affected publicly about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't get to see, like, a lot of our elders, what are they going through. Mm -hmm. But, like, I might get get shot for this one day, but I hope one day hip-hop has health care, bro. Yeah. Like, it deserves it. Yeah, that's true. He said I might get shot. I might get shot. That's a fact. Awesome hip-hop shit. He might get shot. How do you envision that, that, though? How do I envision that? The reason what made me come up with the idea, because I seen, I remember Cool Herc was going through medical issues. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the legend Cool yep. Herc. Mm-hmm. And corporate America and hip hop, they generate billions. Mm-hmm. Of course. Whether if it's being exploited the right way or the wrong way, mm. we're the only profession that don't have benefits. Mm-hmm. Like you go right. to the NBA, this is a sport. Yep. Mm-hmm. You go to the NFL, all of them are covered. A lot mm-hmm. of these labels, I think all of us, eventually in the future because obviously we're going to start seeing the effects of the music and, and drugs mm-hmm. the lifestyle thanks Buddha eventually <laughs> yeah. I think eventually we should figure out ways to where people that actually contribute and have contributed a, 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 a serious amount of time to hip hop should be covered man should be covered that's, that's a good idea yeah. what's well, a big well, mental we should, yeah. big mental thing Ho- hopefully yeah I mean I mean hopefully we move in that direction and you know like actually you said you know 2023 yeah, so. yeah, yeah we got some time I'm not saying not right be. now yeah. we got definitely, time alright Trump definitely not right. gonna be with that yeah. right guy yeah. but you know what it hmm. does it did is maybe not is like the completely same thing but I remember when I think it was Pablo mhm when Kanye like had his like yeah. withdrawal, yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't when Don did it. Didn't, it wasn't when Don did pass. It was like a, it was a little more more recent, like previously. Like fourteen, like that, fifteen. He had yeah. a retainer from when he pulled out. It was like a thing, like a, a something he signed in case he like lost his mind. Right. Pretty much that Crazy. that money was like recouped. It was some program he went through, but I was like. How about that? Like right. he was that prepared. Like it's already a lot because I think that had already happened when he was on tour when he found out his mom had passed and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that probably was the situation that was like <clears throat> I need to be more ahead of my mental and like take care of it just in case I got to pull out a show or like right. you know. So I was like, that's that you're you're onto something. Yeah. I don't think you should get shot for that, but um, I think everyone should Yo, definitely look at that. What, what insurance so companies good. wouldn't want to cover today's artists? Exactly. exactly. Somebody yeah. should run to be doing that right now. Like, <clears throat> you know, also, I think, Ilman, man. yo, listen, mm-hmm. I, I think the deeper, I think the deeper thing now that, 
you know, to prepare for all of this is like, we have no choice but to take matters into our own hands, right? So like, I mean, obviously my fiance is a nutritionist, so Mm -hmm. I've learned so much from her about, you know, health and like eating and and like the stuff that we're we're consuming and and the lifestyle too though like you know having those late night sessions sometimes we have to but you know if you have a session from like 11 p.m to 8 a.m and it's 4 a.m and you're hungry might not want to eat fried food you know what i mean hit that crown up and and you're right like hip-hop is so young this lifestyle is so young you know 5 10 15 20 years from now we're going to start to see the effects and we're starting to see them already So I think there's stuff that we can do individually as people, like our conscious decisions on what we consume that, you know, can really just get a, get a jump start from it. You know what I mean? In addition to just the insurance though. Yeah. You know, what's interesting too, and it's funny, I I would never thought about this until Buddha said it. Um, Like if you're ASCAP, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there's ASCAP, ASCAP, and a lot of producers don't even know this, or an artist period don't even know this, but ASCAP has... Um, like benefits, mm. like like there's different companies that give you discounts, right, or that give you benefits of some sort because right. you're an ASCAP member. Right. So you can go to the website, ASCAP. Yeah. So like you can Is go that to Guitar Center. Freelancers Union. To tell you that. It, 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 um, right. Freelancers Union is something it's different, different, but again, Freelancers Union is yeah. something else that producers uh, should but do. Actors but the rate. Um, SAG, SAG, yeah, but that's like you have to pay to get into that. The issue with it, a certain amount of hours. That if it was if it was ran like that, definitely should be where they have to pay. But but the issue, the issue with with healthcare in this country, though, listen, I'm not a professional, but what I do know from my experience is that, you know, if you get an insurance plan, if you're like a producer, you're a freelancer, right? You don't have like a job. Um, you have one of two choices. You either, you know find coverage through the freelancers union and then you end up finding a, a really shitty plan that mm-hmm. you have to pay at least $500 a month for right at least which like a lot you know 500 is a lot of money and like a lot of people can't afford an additional 500 per month and if you don't do that and you're not covered then you know IRS comes in and they're like we want we're gonna penalize you $10% no I think it's five percent of what you generated income wise um that you owe them because you don't have insurance so you're either way you have to pay them mm-hmm. so it's just such a the system there's something wrong with the system yeah. we should definitely you know what i mean i'll do something over that. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. that's what i'm saying facts. 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 it's facts. deep anyway yeah but uh, 2023 is gonna be that's a great question lit. by the way Thank yeah you. that was dope mm-hmm. hell yeah hell yeah mm-hmm. Um, so upcoming producers, uh, man, definitely just try to put the work in and, uh, you know, again, what we were talking about earlier, get with the artist, develop mm-hmm. the artist, but then also you got to balance out making money. Let's talk about that for a second. Generating income is this huge fucking mind fuck in our world. Mm-hmm. It's like, when do you, when do you develop an artist and when do you sell a beat for two, $300 so you can at least pay the rent? Or do you keep a day job until you save up enough money? I mean, there's a million scenarios, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you guys, kind of, you know, Boone and Grands, you guys first, like, how did you kind of deal with that hump of, like, balancing that with Dave and then, like, making money here and then doing this here and there? And then, you know, Grands, I know you have, you know, you have a family, you have kids. How did you guys deal, man? 
Well, for me, I was lucky because um, my wife, she worked, so she kind of like held it down a little bit mm, for us. Nice. I tried to sell beats on the side and do whatever we could, but I had some help. So everyone's situation is different. Like right. you said, you can get a part-time job yep. or you could sell beats online. So it's really like what works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Shit, but you you had some jobs though, brother. I remember. <laughs> you had some yeah. Odd jobs, man. Yeah. And you know we we've um, in the beginning process we was in school while working, and then we went and um, while we was like after we finished school, well we, when we was in school we had a song with Fifty Cent. All right, mm-hmm. cool. We know we want to be producers. This is what we gonna do. That was like validation. Boom, it validates yeah. us. Now we finish school and we have to pay rent. You have to pay Con Ed. So we were still working. Um, I was a substitute teacher. A lot of people don't know that for like six, seven years. Um, and Grands was working like limo service, driving, mm-hmm. construction, all types of different jobs. And one thing we always kept was a regimen, a schedule. So no matter what, religiously, Fridays and Saturdays, um, what was it, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, we would always work. Wow. So there was times I would be teaching in school from 7 to 4, then go home and change and shower. Then come to Queens from the Bronx, take the 44 bus all the way to Flushing, and we will bang out. And then there'll Amazing. be times I'll leave the studio with the same clothes on. Get go straight to my studio. Wow. Yo, Mr. You got the same polo on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Go right to school, sleep during my lunch break. And I did that for like six, seven years. Crazy. So how long did you guys wow. keep that schedule going? And like, was it hard being consistent, being that you years. both had a lot say, going on? Um, I didn't stop working. Two days after my mom's passed, I got fired. Mm. Wow. It's so like once all I got fired, man. I was like, you know what? We're going full-time. And we was already going full-time with it. Yep. Because Grands is a work machine, so I have mm-hmm. to keep up with him as well. <laughs> and um, I feel like once we took that leap of faith and was doing it full-time, that's when everything came together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to Mama Buddha and, you know, our faith and all that. And wow. Dave's timing was perfect. Mm-hmm. Now I signed him. Everything just happened to work at the right time. Like a perfect storm yeah, almost. So mm-hmm. I would say if if most producers, if you have a nine-to-five and you have to maintain and you got a family, please do that. Yeah. But you can also develop a, a, a demand. Yep. And I would say that's what we would do. Like, Certain artists we would come up with, like, we would get paid for some artists and we would get paid for some, some of them we wouldn't. So, like, we would do a lot of banks and 50 stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We was on um, Hunger For More too. We was on his album, but on the side, we was doing a lot of mixtape stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you wouldn't get paid for it. Yep. But we would utilize that as promo. Yep. And that promo would drag in, the, we always call it the brown bag clients, mm-hmm. yep. which means the independent artists, yeah. Yeah. the drug dealer artists, you know, right. all of them, and they right. want to pay. And one good thing about production is that the more relevant you are, the more traffic, you know that. Yeah, the of course. The more people want to yeah. work with you, yeah. the more interest they have because they see you working. And I felt like a lot of our placements paid or non-paid whether if the person was known or we helped that artist become known that would draw a lot of yeah. traffic into us yeah so those those placements at, acted as like resume builders so they weren't you weren't getting paid at the moment mm-hmm. but they you technically did like get say, paid eventually like say for yeah. instance out the year you get 10 placements yeah you get paid from 7 let's just say they're a month apart in between those weeks where Let's just say you get paid in January, but you won't get paid again until April. Mm-hmm. Those months in between is when we will have the independent artists right. working. Yep. And that's how you maintain your yep. bills and 
yep. and, and build your catalog mm-hmm. and buy equipment and reinvest in yourself. Exactly. And travel and go out yeah. to LA and yeah. go to these conferences mm-hmm. and go to these studio sessions and just, we would just go to Atlanta just to go. Just to go. <laughs> we would go <laughs> to LA just to go. Yep. Like, my first time in LA, remember? Yeah. I went with $80 in my pocket. Wow. Mm. I didn't Amazing. care because I'm like, I'm with Grands. Okay. We got a bag full of fire. We're going to yeah. end up yeah. landing something. Our first day there, we had a session with Nipsey Hussle. See? That's and see? then that same session, a year later, ended up becoming the single for Jada's album, wow. which is a, n- a new feature of Neo mm. and Jada. See? Fire. So it's like, so it's like even move with faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to work. I think, mm-hmm. I think what helped with you guys is having the regimen. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, you got to go it's out of your way. Sports. Yeah, like you. And then you, seeing you guys, I'm sorry to cut you off, but then yeah. like seeing you getting inspired from you guys is like, how can you not want to work harder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dope man. Yeah, I love it, man. And you know, I'm gonna be an eye standard bumping into all these producers. <laughs> and the next day, you see their songs come Word. out or their songs feature number one on iTunes. It's like. Yeah. Nah, we gotta go yeah. yeah. So I, I think I think that's good. Like you guys' approach is like very much, like you're you're feeding off of the energy and the inspiration from other people. You're like, and and it's it's kind of like LeBron. Like, mm-hmm. you know, who does LeBron look up to? He looks up to like Jordan, Kobe. Yep. He's like really just wants to put himself in that league. You know right. what I mean? You gotta do I that. I see Dre all the time. I'm like, yo, I love you, Dre, but. You competition. Yeah. <laughs> you food, man. I love you, Pharrell. I want to work with you guys, but I also want to be in your place. Yeah. Right. We want to be there as well. Um, I just lost, I just caught a brain fart, yeah. but there was one thing I wanted to say is that um, all this time of us working, it was never a monetary thing. Yeah. It was just about us being great. Yep. And the more you want to be great, I feel like the, the craft pays you back. The craft right. pays you back. <laughs> Guys, what have I been talking about on this fucking podcast? Yeah. Like, you either want to be great or you are content with, you know, selling beats for here and there, $50 here, Mm -hmm. which is cool. But then we were talking about how not everyone wants to be great. Exactly. Which is also okay. People just want to pay bills. People want to pay bills, which is fine. I love the fact that Buddha and Grands were relocating themselves. Like, okay, yeah, we're in New York now. Yo, let's just go to fucking Atlanta for three days. And and then you go there and you put it on the gram in Atlanta. And then the gram, I'm sure that's probably what happened when I went to LA. You put it probably posted on social or you hit up one or two homies. And you you guys know how social media, they might not like it, but everybody sees it. You know what I'm saying? So then all of a sudden your DM's like, oh, y'all out here, yo, I'm in the session. Pull up, boom. And artists naturally want to work with somebody that they see working. Yes. Naturally. Yes. Whether Mm -hmm. they are, like, for instance, hypothetically speaking. Mm Mm-hmm. Drake's seen you working. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's Mm. not going to just pick up on somebody that's not working. So it's like, the more you're active, people want to be around. No, 100%. No, the thing I learned... 30 a game, somebody don't want to play with you. Listen, even though though this is is Blap Chat, I rarely, like, talk about, like, myself because I'm just so, like, it makes me feel weird. But, but, like, yeah, like, I in my position, it's like, it took me years to grow to the point where it's like yeah he's like ill mind is like part of like mm-hmm. the now but like man it took so long to do yeah, that and and because it, it's up, like yeah. it's yeah, all those little wins all those little wins that kind of gain you know what i mean like me meeting boy wanda in 2011 and like he was hot still back then yep. and then like just randomly like yo we should probably work 
and then we started working and then I caught the Drake place and then mm-hmm. Cole and then like it kind of bubbled from there and then the Kanye shit so it's like but so many years before that of like the same thing you guys did like building and like investing and sacrificing and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden planting the seeds yeah Yo. but then but you're right though it's like mm-hmm. the perception of it is okay yeah this person is working they've done this this and this and then you can use that as you know ammunition and leverage social currency yeah, yeah mm-hmm. social currency I I wanted yeah. it to happen to, um, which I agree with you. It's like producers. I think you know we've all had a point where we've beaten ourselves up oh, about yeah. one thing or another. But I was gonna say too, it's also our fault too, and I'm not gonna say all our fault. But I kind of use. You see how um, in college basketball, you win the NCAA, mm-hmm. you cut the net. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to Disney World. Right. Yeah. That's what MTV Cribs was. That's yeah, what all these shows yeah. were was showing it. Like, hey, you make two beats and. One hit record. They set us up. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I feel like now this is the generation where they starting to see like, yo, you really gotta put reality. In work. But yeah. I think even you know, even social media still sets you up. Like, you know, it does. people it's still deal life. Yeah. yeah, still you know, you still deal with that. Like I have that conversation all the time where it's like, you know, people only show the positive on yeah. social media versus what they really going through and the yeah. negative. So it's kind of like, you know, they're showing you what they want you to see. Yep. So, you know, I think you know that kind of discourages people mm-hmm. and has people yeah. beat themselves up a lot too, that's why i always say man uh, with the social media thing just follow people that inspire you yeah, yeah unfollow. Like, all those accounts that are useless that. Yeah. that make yeah. you fucking depressed if yeah. every time you just look at it you're like why am i just click <laughs> just, just unfollow right that's there that's one thing yeah. i always wanted compared yeah. to our peers i feel like this is the era where like people are like humble yeah, yeah. yeah. you know mm-hmm. obviously you get your arrogant people out there but to actually see humble people winning and damn, I could really, I could be like that guy. Like I feel like that's what Steph Curry brought to the league. He felt yep. he made everybody believe, based off his size, that anybody can make that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he's he's so relatable to people that people love him, and I feel like that's where it should be. Yeah. I wanted to tap into like you guys' creative process. Yeah. Like you know, creating as a duo. You know how is we've created as a duo in the studio. Yeah, right? yeah, we have. Um, but. But just the fact that you guys have been working for so many years, obviously you already have like your rhythm, you know, when it comes to working. But, you know, when you guys were starting to like collab together, how was that? Like who was starting to be? Yeah. Who, who did go? the melodies? How was that vibe? Like, yeah, we always just worked off a of vibe pretty much. Mm. Like we never You guys met in school? Yeah. We met in yeah, school right. and just like from the beginning we hit it off. Like, yeah. I don't know, like. Yeah, like, did you do, did you, uh, <laughs> who had the studio, like, did you guys, like, yo, I got a studio to grab. Yeah, I had a studio, it was in Queens, and we were flushing. You told me how to use Okay, I'm going to give you guys an example. So, I think, I think Grand is being a little, uh, <laughs> all right, no, listen, we're going to do, he <laughs> being a little too humble Grand, right now. We're going to go me, specific. Y'all see me super loud, animated. Grands is the secret weapon. He's bro. a secret ninja yeah. in the back. He's just right? like, yeah. I'm the body, he's crank. <laughs> okay, so check this out. Check this out. Dave East, Paranoia 2, track number 14, Never Been. Okay? She is fire. So it's uh, Buddha, Grands, JoJo. And B Butcher, shout to B Butcher. I wish he lived in New York. He, does he live in New York? He just now. moved to LA. He moved to LA. Damn. B Butcher sent me some samples, man. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't oh. tell him what they were for, I but. One of your samples. Wait till you hit oh, good, it. good. Yeah, see, <laughs> we collaborate, man. So there's a lot of collabo on this track. I, I just talked about this on my YouTube. How the hip hop is sort of moving in this direction of like 
pe- more people collaborating. collaborating. I'm all for it. I think I think it should you continue to happen. Always got to collaborate. So let's get specific with Never Been. Who did what? Never Been. All right, so yeah. I remember that day we was in Philly, and I remember. Is that Jalil's studio? Yeah, Jalil's okay, studio. Okay, shout to Jalil. So I remember doing the bass and the drums. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And the grands was programming everything. Yeah. I remember Buddha doing the melody, and something happened with the sample though, right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, had, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when Butcher came in. Okay. Um, we it was a, I'm sorry. It was an issue with the sample clearancing. So then you know we called our other secret weapon, Mr. Beat Butcher. <laughs> he replayed <laughs> it. Mr. Elliot. Hey. And, uh, he replayed it. Um, there was actually another record that couldn't make it because we didn't have enough time. Mm. So hopefully it makes it on the project. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was all four of us. Wow. Um, it started out in Philly and then ended up finishing. What was that in Queens, right? Teamwork, yeah. man. Teamwork make the dream work. Boy. See, like yeah. if if the collab would have never happened, that track wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very possible. That's Very possible. Beautiful. And shout out to um my boy Sanchez and Cedo on the beat. They also mm-hmm. collaborated with us on um what made me. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had troubles with the horn section as well. So mm-hmm. He was able to. You know, they came in, yeah. revamped it. Absolutely. Dope. That's Dope. why it's good to know people and connect because you'll be able to do stuff like that. You have to. That's why we we preach on this podcast yeah. like oh, connect yeah. with your peers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be like superstar producers. It's like nah, like people that are on my in level. Tune, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, in tune. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You don't feel like we missed out. As far as like, you see how this era we're all collaborative, but you don't feel like we missed out on never seeing Kanye, Pharrell, and all these dudes on one joint or a collective album. And I think we did because back then I feel like the process and the the sort of like overall mentality was just completely different than us. Like it was more you know when you very much so it was more like let me like, let me see what I could bring. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Let me bring my shit, which. You know, on the flip side, the result of that was some classic ass hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just things are different now. You feel you know like that that shortens the longevity. I mean, they're all still rocking, obviously, mm-hmm. but like the longevity of certain artists. Um, I I think we're 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 still in it to really know for mm-hmm. sure. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but, you know, people have been collaborating for years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, Curtis. it's a thing. But really, at the end of the day, it's like what you do in addition to that. Because I, I don't think, like, placements by itself will get you mm-hmm. the notoriety mm-hmm. at all. You know what I mean? There's guys out there with crazy placements that no one knows right. what, know what they look like, yep. which is also totally fine. Like, I mean, look at my man Frank Dukes. Yep. This guy is everywhere. He's a beast, but like he could walk down the street in Toronto <laughs> for the most part, and people, well, you know, whatever. No, I got the number one song in the country, Havana. You know what I mean? Camila could, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I did that. Man behind the board. Right. So you know. Um, <clears throat> so what's next for you guys, Jojo? Let's start with you. What's uh, what are you working on, man? Like that you can mention. Me and my boy Mike Cuts <clears throat> are actually working on a, a project produced solely by us. Nice. And trying to get some some dope names on there. So like a compilation yeah, project exactly. with you yeah, and Mike. Yeah. Yep. And, dope uh, man. Just, just trying to work. You know, as I said, this is still new to me, so I'm still trying to get familiar with everything. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to work. That's all. Well, I you're do. around the right people. You got yeah, a good man. manager. Yeah, you around around these guys. Atlas. Yeah, yeah, man. You know what I mean. You got a home sure. here. You know what I mean. So you can hit us up anytime. I appreciate that, man. And uh, just yeah, you're that's good, man. That's slow. yeah. That's basically what I see. I'm just. 
Yeah, I'm still here, man. This Amazing. is my first year kind of in the door, so that's got it. a lot of work to do. It's only going to grow. 2023, when I hit you, be like, yo, talk to my assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm on my flying like, car right me. now. You know that. Shoot me that email. <laughs> All right, what about you guys? What's what's next that you could mention? I know you guys got a bunch of shit probably, yeah, but. Um, Dave is working on his album, so. Mm. Okay, still digging. Mm -hmm. Dope. working with as many artists as possible. Yep. Mm-hmm. Porta Miami too, Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Mm. Dope, dope. Mm -hmm. Nice. And we got a few artists we working with. Mm-hmm. Ross. We got Port of Miami too. Uh Dave's album. Uh we working with a bunch of new guys, new artists coming up. Uh Cat Raquel, Bits of Blood. She's dope. Cat. Yeah, Cat's mm -hmm. on Maybach Music Five. Uh mm -hmm. she's actually dropping her project second, third quarter. Nice. Um we're actually uh we have a song on the new UFC video game for EA Sports. Nice. nice. Yeah. All right, all right. I think Jojo on there. They hook you up with the game though? Nah, not yet. Put, yeah, put yeah, that shit in the contract. I doubt it. I need a system. Yo. I, I need four copies. Non-deductible. Still gotta buy that one. And I want my upfront. Right. Um, Steel Sessions is you know it's a, it's an ongoing thing. Hopefully, I gotta pull up to the next Please, one, man. Yeah, yeah. We gotta, we should pull up. Seventeenth and eighteenth. Um, it's All Star Weekend, but you know us oh, New Yorkers man, need that over here anyway yeah. for my producers out there. Yeah, yeah Blackjack gotta pull up to that. Yeah, yeah. RSVP. I think I should do a podcast. I want to say. That's kind of lit. Maybe we do a blap of crap segment. No, listen, if we try to hit JoJo up and he don't answer the phone, Perfection works out. Perfection works is over You can hook us up, right, Perfection? Can we get a little VIP pass? Can I get a little wristband? Shout out to my homie Rico Beats out of Brooklyn. That's my dog right there. We we just collaborated on a banger for a designer's album. Amazing. We went out Man, to waiting for designer. Designer got to come. Yeah, yeah he, his album's fire. I, I'm like impressed mm. with it. Um, we also been working with Young and May. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about how oh, how Amadeus. that should happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Axel Leon. He just signed with Loud. So a bunch of artists like new guys we've been trying to work with and just build. And um, one thing I'm gonna say, we we're gonna see a lot more female artists. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, there's a couple out of uh, New York that I've seen a few that are dope. That female with. producers. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Who we been working with? Oh yeah, no, it's yeah, we, you know, about to go down. Yeah, Abby got a joint that we produced too. I'm trying to get her back in the studio. Oh. Come on, professor. She got to go do a hundred sit-ups. You know, that makes. Uh, that's, that's not a yeah. bad alternative. It's still still productive. Do the sit-ups in the studio. You could, yo. But how about funny thing is. When I first connected, I connected with Buddha through a thread, mm -hmm. Shay. Oh, word. <laughs> wow, Media. when was yeah, this? Shay, um, my mom met Shay online. Wow. And she was like, I'm going to put everybody in the thread. She was like, I got to get you with Buddha. I'm going to have you. I'm going to connect you with wow. Buddha. And we put, she put us in the thread. The last time, it was a minute ago. Wow. And I was That's just crazy. like, hey. That was just like, you know, you see, finally see somebody in person. I was like, That's oh. Tight. The last word. time me and Buddha scheduled a session, I canceled. He curved me. I canceled. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I canceled and apologized and told you whatever any other day. Yeah. So, <laughs> if he canceled and apologized, that's really and good she etiquette. Took, see, this is the behind the scenes shit you don't see. So, for those yeah. listening, she gave me a hard time. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's been giving me a hard time. So, so for yeah. those listening, see, this is why producers didn't work in the 90s together. <laughs> this, is, this is exactly why, guys. 
You know what no, I mean? Shit like this. 2018, hopefully, I can get some of that. Right, right. Some of that Buddha and Grand's time. Right, right. Yeah, man. Same, same. Well, look, listen. Thank you for your help and, you know, helping course yeah it's all love yeah definitely want to come to steel sessions we'll yeah, 100% I make go. that happen yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna make that happen let, i want to be one yeah let us know let us let, let me know yes. let us know yeah. um but definitely man can't wait for all these records to drop the designer all this shit man the dave's new project definitely gonna be all fire man jojo man yeah, proud really of you for sure we got it we got a class we got a class i have hours of templates just all waiting right. to just mm-hmm. we need that boot and grants shit you too jojo we gotta make some shit man yeah, so we we gonna work, but um, man, you guys want to uh, partake in this blapper crap or what? Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Go, go for the jugular, man. Let's it. All right, we got time to do a few of these. So listen, guys, this is what we're gonna do right now. This Can is, they hear? You want to use the bathroom? Oh, okay. Okay. This is this is blap or crap. So this is what we're gonna do. We are gonna go on our website that we helped build here. It's called beatthread.com. B e a t t h r e a d dot com. And we are going to choose these beats on this website at random, and we're going to play a snippet. And if we like the beat, we're going to give you a blap. And if we don't, we'll give you a crap and give you a little bit of constructive criticism. And so if you want to submit to this segment, all you need to do is go to beatthread.com and then upload your beats. It's free to join, so create a profile. And when you upload your beat, make sure you hashtag blap or crap, B-L-A-P-O-R-C-R-A-P. And we're gonna rock like that. So our first victim, I mean producer, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a victim when Atlas is here because yeah. he's a dick. Through the speakers, okay, cool. So let's do that. All right, so <clears throat> let's get into it, guys. Blap or crap? Here we go. Or uploaded on the. Yeah, right, right. yeah. So they're they're all uploaded on beatthread.com. So I'm, lucky, uh, person today. Let's see. All right. So our first submission for today is, is? Othello Productions. Othello. 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 Mm-hmm. Othello. Okay. Othello Productions.
It's crap. All right, that was Othello oh, no. Productions with the track. Can't have no heart. Can't have no heart. <laughs> yeah, no heart. All right, man. Um, listen, I wasn't. I was. I'll start it off. I wasn't mad at it. Right. Um, you're irritated like, at it though. I'm just a little irritated. You know what I mean? It's like having. It's like having breakfast and then like it's not quite hitting. You just had one too many eggs. You know what I mean? Oh. Just like one them. I feel you. Um, no, no. Nah, nah, I like the I like the drums. I do I did like the drums. Yeah, I, the I like kick the drums was dope. Um drums were knocking. I like the pattern. I just some about that I like yeah. sound like a frog. The, the weird a little frog joint. Eerie strings. Yeah, I, yeah. I would I would like tweet that a little bit because the texture on that I think might throw some people off. But there was definitely something cool about it. So yeah. it wasn't like a complete trash beat to me like I think it definitely has potential but I think there's some of the synths in there you could tweak a little bit and make it a little better but crap. you know I'm uh, that's gonna be a, a crap for me yeah. Glenn what yeah. you think um I feel the same way I think yeah. if he um he could if he could you know take Tweaking the melody take the bass out take yeah. the strings out try something else um it might be something there because I think the drums are really good so mm -hmm. it's a crap but um it wasn't horrible yeah it wasn't horrible so yeah perfection yeah, I'm gonna up? crap that alright yeah I would say just keep the drums and scratch everything else redo that, it right that, the uh, was, yeah that, that melody was just that was, <laughs> the frog the frog yeah, the what was it called what was the beat was called terrible. the beat was called frog so let's call it no was, I'm just kidding oh, I'm just kidding oh, <laughs> that would have no, been it's called crazy night okay what kind of night was that that's like a crazy night on like coke on maybe <laughs> I was, I was gonna go for something like completely like maybe yeah. shrooms or shrooms? like yeah. yeah maybe shrooms or frog sashimi you guys ever or have like frog bad sashimi Molly. like that sounds like that like a bad you guys know what you guys know what frog sashimi is <laughs> yeah. no I've never had it yeah. it's like salmon frog sashimi like, yeah so basically I don't think they do this in America but um they'll take a frog and they'll put it in front of you and be like they'll show you the frog this is at a restaurant and then basically they'll kill the frog in front of you and, and you're then the eating first the, the first course the first oh. course is actually the heart the beating oh, they call it beating heart frog so i swear i'm not making this shit up they take a shot they take a cup like a shot cup and they put the heart in there and it's like still beating and that's their first course they give yeah. it to you you down it so by the time oh, you're done God. with the beating heart joint then they they serve you the plate of the actual frog sashimi so it's like and the, the frog is in the plate yeah it's like just died and it's the frog is cut open and it's basically you know, I actually seen, I've seen raw frog yeah it was a wow. documentary I've seen oh, a video I've seen a yeah, video of a true. girl like yeah. one of my interns oh. showed me and I was like I, yeah. I think Eating I'm scarred yeah. yeah no I so I like I, it was like moving though it was like yeah. you know it was like Facing yeah. up, and it was kind of yeah. low key moving. I like dissected dying, the frog and she was in school. Fuck off! I did that. Fuck off! And then we dissected the mini pig. Did you do that? No. No, it started with a worm. It went from like a worm to the frog to like a fucking baby pig, bro. Yeah, so. I couldn't believe they were having us do this in high school. Yes. That's fucked up. It was like it was like this big. Do you know how cute baby pigs are? I wonder if that's oh, had an impact on, on, on kids. I hated it. it. Watching I mean, shit be dissected. I couldn't believe they had, they like, they had kids <laughs> doing this in high school. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they showed us, they showed us an actual birth. Yes. Shout out to Delaware Valley up in um, Northern yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah, what are we going to do with all these dead cow heads? Like, I don't yeah. know. Give them to the school. Like, like, just like Really, that's what they did. What would you think, JoJo, of the beat? Not, not the beating frog, Ass. but... 
<laughs> I guess since you guys say it's crap, I'm gonna go crap. But okay. it could, you know, it still had potential at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like what I heard, I, I felt like it could be on like an MTV commercial, like something quick. True, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, something right. just quick like that. But like that's usually oh, how we spare some people. I'm gonna go crap though for this one. Yeah. Like love and, and don't hip-hop. be shy if we crap no. it. No, no, you I'm could still fucking slap it. Love and hip hop. No, we won't do that to you again. That's why you saw me. I was like, that's not the right one. She's like, not today, guys. What you guys think, Buddha and Grants? I thought it was crap. Yeah, crap. I'm sorry. Yeah, be straight up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just even more. Yeah. Like the, the chord. Yeah. The little, the sound of it. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. That's what really good put it. Like, you know, the bounce of it was cool. Yeah. I feel like the drums was um kind of stock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... I would say crap. Yeah. No disrespect to the producer. Yeah. No, never. They, you know. No disrespect. Don't want to come on, Grant. Yeah, I'm a crap it too. Okay. Just as motivation though, because hopefully he hears that and he'll go even harder. Oh, they oh, do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They love it. Your shit they, they love getting crap. The drums was definitely there. And once you said frog, like I couldn't get that out of my head. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bad, yo. Frog sashimi. Dead. All right, we got time for one more, man. One more. Fuck, yeah. All right. Um, this next one is by Anonymous. Hey, from Edmonton. So if it is bad, we're not gonna right, see how he flips it. Got to get it. That was interesting. I'll start this one. Start it off at. This was really. I like this. I like the sample. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, I was very close to blapping this one. Close. Mm-hmm. I think. For, damn, it was really good. But I wanted to hear when, like, it had that bass, that bass rhythm going, uh, right, where there was no vocal on top of it, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Let me see where it goes. And then when it changed, the bass rhythm changed too, which I love. But then the sample came in on top of it, and it took away. It took away. Like if there was no sample that whole time, maybe the sample just came in on quote the chorus, mm-hmm. and you left like a good sixteen open yeah. with the bass switch up after the first eight, and then I boom, agree, another eight of the bass switch yeah. up, and then bring on you know bring in the eight, um, bring right. in that chorus with that sample. Yeah. That would have been a blap, hundred percent. Wow. Very close Shit. though, but I was rocking to that. I was, I was. Who was that? What's That's, the name? Uh, anonymous. That was anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I was on the fence with that. That was close. I think what close. you want to might want to try to do, Anonymous, is the part where the sample comes in, like maybe the hook part. Like the bass line in the hook part is ill. Fire. So what you want to do is maybe do like a low-pass filter and just take the bass line in the verse and then maybe re-chop 
like that little you know sample part and then you could take the lows out of the sample and then layer them together mm-hmm. and maintain that like baseline from the sample um it doesn't it was hard for me to hear like what kind of drums he layered mm-hmm. on there it sounded like a lot of the original drums were still there right. he just like put another snare in there mm-hmm. yep. which i mm-hmm. think was like kind of a cool idea but if you do the filter with the bass you're gonna have to put new drums so mm-hmm. i would just keep fucking with it but like alice is right i think the bass melody was ill mm-hmm. but you want to take those vocals out in, in the verse so that and then when have... it switched that shit was hard, yeah, it was hard. i was yeah, like yeah, it was close but man. then the chop on top of it was just killing me i wanted it to be open you yeah know? exactly more, so more uh, the track yeah I'm gonna I'm a crap it It was close um, Stink claim. I'll crap it But this is This is what I was talking about When Ski Beats was on last week Yep When The beat Alright Technically It's like cool And it's chilling But then it starts Boiling down to like Preference mm-hmm. I think for me Like The sample chops Were like Cool enough I don't like them Like too on point anyway I like a little grit mm-hmm. But I do feel like Um with samples, especially when the sample is a big part of the song, I think you have to play with it in right. in, in as many pl- in ways as possible. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like showing, uh, showcasing the whole like, oh, I could do this with it. But like, a, you know, have it, like some A sections, some B sections, some C yeah. sections. Yeah, 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 it was like yeah, no, it was like no arrangement. And like honestly, I think it would be a little bit raw if it was slowed down mm. and like yeah, not true. super swingy. True. Because um, like I got the canon. I mean, like that's like. Cause right now it sounds like it could be like on a Levi's commercial or like right. you know Old yep. Navy, but then that shit could like go to Nas Old or like JVs real quick. Like yeah. if it was just slowed down, like so True. I think play with this. I would say play with the sample. It wasn't horrible, but I am gonna crap it um, just because like I didn't like enjoy it like sonically. True. But I will say definitely go back and play with the sample because I it had a lot of potential. That's there, fair. So. Potential. Yeah. Potential. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we make potential t shirts? Potential. How would you spell it though? Is it P O T E N C H H H? Oh, you have to go potential. Yeah, like shh, be quiet. Potential. Potential. You have to do this. Yeah. Potential. I'm going to crap that. Crap. Another crap. Yeah, I basically agree with you guys. I mean, I think the sample was cool, but I agree with Glam. It was a little too repetitive for me like it, it didn't go anywhere kind of like what Jojo said like he played it a little safe mm-hmm. um, and I, I think the sample was cool the mix sounded cool but I agree with you in a sense of like you know I think he kept the original drums on there so mm-hmm. it wasn't really um, it didn't showcase any style for me like it didn't you know it was just like a sample with like a little bit of extra drums on it you know it didn't True. really showcase anything so it kind of bored me a little so a anonymous little quick, so anonymous so, was anonymous yeah True. Mm. Ouch. What about you, JoJo? Yeah, so I mean, I felt like as far as the sample goes, the sample sounded dope, but I felt yeah. like the, the, the flip was a little traditional. Mm-hmm. I didn't really hear as much arrangements as I wanted to, and organic sounds, I'm like, I'm big on organic sounds, just putting your own stuff into it, but, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I kind of get where it was going, but me personally, I felt like it could have used more arrangements in there. True. Yeah. Right. That's another crap. <laughs> close, though. It's close. Sheets what about you guys? <clears throat> Shit. Um, <laughs> I wasn't too. I, I, I like the energy of the record. Yeah. Obviously, it was sample based, but like I agree with Joe, could have he could have took it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He had enough elements in there to really bring out the sample yeah, and complement exactly. it. So. Yep. I'm gonna say crap. Crap. Not Grants. crap. 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 Too. I think out. It was real basic, repetitive, and um, I feel like the drums could have knocked way more. Like, yeah. I'm really big on he could have played with them. The yeah, he could have yeah. played with the drums a little. Yeah. 
had a good feel though, old school feel. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh man, guys, thank you guys so much for joining us today, man. Thank you. Yeah, Another real. one it's for the books, dog. man. Love it. Black Chat episode sixty two. Yo, it's gonna be late when we get to a hundred though. What are like, we gonna do? Yo, we're gonna do some wild shit. We might have to do it live. Beat show. Yeah, we might have to do it on Times Square. Yeah, we might have to like Beat show Yeah Yeah, yeah, like, yeah bring Chris yeah. Angel out For no reason Glass jar Alice gonna be hey. an ass Glass jar Yeah we'll do, do it like in the David summertime Blame We'll do it in the summertime yeah. So you don't have to freeze <laughs> Yeah but uh Shout to Buddha and Grants And Jojo Beats yes. For joining us Salute. Go Thank get you. That Paranoia 2 album By Dave East Shit is fire uh, Make sure you submit And try to You know Get in the steel sessions man. Yeah too. and, and what they, Where can they follow you guys Individually On um, social media yeah, You can socials. follow us On Instagram Buddha the Future B-U-D-A-D-A-F-U-T-U-R-E Or uh, Steel Sessions mm-hmm. S-T-E-E-L-S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S SteelSessions.com And you can follow Grands at Grands Music Everything G-R-A-N-D-Z M-E-Z-I-K Oh, you can holler at Black Chat, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Come and on, Jojo. Yeah, man. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Jojo Beats, J O E J O E Beats. Yeah. And that's it, man. You'll that's it. Let's get it. All right, let's go. Let's get it, guys. Appreciate you guys once again. Round of applause. Yes. For another one in the books. And we will see y'all next week. Oh, by the way, before we leave, I'll be in Connecticut next week, Tuesday. If you want to pull up, illmindproducer.com. Right. Come through past the Ox. Let's get it. It's Bridgeport, right? Bridgeport, Connecticut. Bridgeport. Let's go, We're Bridgeport. We're taking the train up, baby. Let's All go. Right. See y'all next week. Peace. Bye. House. <laughs>